Arthur Jensik. Welcome to the Edge Broadcast. Yes, sir. By golly, you can see I put on a hat in honor of you today. I got a couple of hats. Got oh, a gangster type hat, and uh, so I, I thought this would be appropriate. I am deeply honored because, of course, you are the Dark Knight. Anywho, so that fits perfectly with your presentation. James, welcome to the program. Well, I'm glad to glad to be here. It's good to hear you. I'm glad to see you're still alive and kicking. And I was, was looking at uh, your uh, description, and uh, we have been up doing this for quite a long time. <laughs> yes, um, I looked at that, and it looks like we did the show uh, last was 2016, but the first show, I believe, was uh, 2013. But, hey, that's that's that. But you, of course, uh, are celebrating a uh, anniversary of sorts. This is your uh, 20th year mm-hmm. and you know uh, james what's interesting about that is you and i our our, our paths almost mirror that way uh we were both art bell fans and both started the programs right after art bell left and right. um and so uh you know you've been on for so many years talked to so many guests and then the bio even looks like all the things i would say about myself i mean it looks like we we're miles apart but uh spiritually we were walking along the same path and it's good to say hello to you as we walk the path of course we'll each take our turns here off the path but hey right 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 well it's it's been uh, interesting it's to me it's almost like when i look back it's a little bit sad because back in those early days it was everything was like exciting the whole world was opening all this information's coming out and it's opening up and somehow we're in a position now where everything's like looks like it's collapsing you know, mm-hmm. war on 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 the horizon, the the cheating and the uh, uh, elections, et cetera. So it's kind of like almost back then anything could happen. Now it's like I don't know. Well, uh, I think the things that could happen. You know, it's, it's the things that when we when we started, I guess you could say it's sort of like the Beatles. I mean, they come on the scene '64, '63, '64 with this these these mop ha- haircuts. I mean, they're going to run an entire generation doing that. And uh, I heard one of them smoke weed. Um, I mean, it's it was over. I mean, the the youth had been to, was about to be totally corrupted. That was then, and and now we look at cities, and people are walking around hunched over like zombies, taking fentanyl and other kinds of drugs. And you know what's interesting yeah. about that zombification of people, James, is they all have cell phones, but somehow they. None of them managed to drop the cell phone while they're walking around like zombies. Kind of weird. <laughs> How did it get them? Uh, you know? yeah. I mean, I, I go into stores and nobody's, you know, there's nobody working. They can't hire anybody. We can't hire anybody. I so how are they like paying their bills? I mean, if I didn't want to work, I'd be out in the streets. I, I don't understand that. Well, now see, you know, somebody's paying their bills. It's, it's sort of like the, uh, the illegal immigrants. And, you know, obviously you're not like against people that are trying to, you know, find a better way of life or anything, but we know that they're being handed a cell phone and a packet and plane tickets, train tickets, hotel accommodations. I mean, man, these people are getting first rate hotel. Could you imagine having getting eating your dinner every day and your in your breakfast and lunch using a hotel menu? I mean, I gotta I gotta fry some eggs, man. But these they're having steak, you know, steaks and shrimp and lobster. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, you, you you see the videos from the border when they do take them and you see the people coming in that are, uh, it'd be one thing if they've walked a thousand miles and they're all parched and they're, please help me. Mm-hmm. These guys are walking in with new clothes 
you know, cell phones, backpacks, you know, it's, it, and I had, a, I had a guy who keeps an eye on things down in Arizona and he sends me pictures and videos and you have whole clans from different countries that are grouped together. Uh, he was looking at one from um, Africa and they're, they're all grouped together. They got somebody keeping them together. Again, all their new equipment. It's obviously they're bringing in our replacements or, and or a guerrilla warfare type things. Mm-hmm. Well, they are. There's a, I mean, now we have also, we have uh Chinese coming in and they, yeah. I mean, are, What's what's going on there? You know, they say 147 different countries of people. And it's like forget applying for citizenship. The, the worldwide clarion call, booty call, I guess you could say, is go to the southern border, man, and it's wide open for you. Come on in. Yeah, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was down there taking uh, uh, his own videos to show it, and that stuff they wouldn't play it on the mainstream. You know, it was down there. I mean, people know what's going on, and it's being held, and it's that's why I don't have a lot of optimist optimism for the our future. Yeah. Now, now we do understand, of course, the the uh, the uh, invasion is designed to fill the voter rolls. I believe what they're I believe what's happening is they're trying to switch. They've been very successful with, um, and, and can we say that we're on Rumble? So they were very successful at uh, interfering with elections, but I think they illegally. But I think um, I think they're wanting to switch that. They, they've they've got their boost. They got they got where they wanted to be, and now they're just they're going to try to do it legally while they're up while they're at, where they're at, at least to maintain them. So I think that's part of all that plan. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean I came up with a with a with a potential solution. Uh, I mean a year or so ago I came up with this to the show. I called it the three days of darkness. And what I meant by that was that at some point. They will shut off the phones, the internet, banking will go down. Like say like a Friday afternoon, you know, mm-hmm. goes down for the weekend. And then the people inside the government, the coup, the coup goes up and wants to round up the rest of the, we'll call them white hats, the good guys, mm-hmm. you know, Jordan or whoever and all those guys. They round them up. They turn on the lights again and say, hey, we stopped the coup. They were going to take us over and, and that'll be the end. But at the same time, the white hat guys mm-hmm. could use that same cover to do the same thing. And so if they win the struggle, the lights come back on, so to speak, and then they'll do that uh, similar thing. I mean, it sounds like a movie. Maybe it is, but (laughs) there's something coming in the near future. That's going to be, uh, very impressive. And I I don't, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, wow. So we've, we've got a lot of things going on and how about, how about all these lawsuits flying around with the, with the Bidens? It's like, man, you can have, you can have video, you can have text messages, bank records, uh, IRS records. You can have everything, but none of it goes anywhere. But if if, if you're in another point of view, it's fast-tracked, and the, your door gets banged on by a bunch of jackbooted thugs. Yeah, this is, this is a page out of the uh, uh, USSR. I mean... This is where I think we're headed is that it looks like it's going to be a, a version of the USSR as opposed to uh, Mao Zedong or or, or, uh, or Hitler or whatever. It's going to be a version of where you're going to have not a, a, a charismatic leader at the top. That's too, that's too worrisome. They'll have the Politburo. We'll be running things, our own version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably happening already. I mean, uh, I always think about Obama with his camp and his uh, walls and all that around him. 
I wonder what's going on in there. <laughs> what's what's going on behind that walls? What's 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 him and Michael doing? I mean, that's what we're trying to that's what we're trying to find out right now. So uh, you know, but it, and you know, here's another thing. I mean, there's there's speculation that uh, Michael Obama is going to be running for president. What do you think about that? Well, uh, she he uh, has said vehemently over and over again, no. And I know it would be a way illegally to get Barack back into presidency, but my at this point, I would put my bet, uh, not a betting person, but I would put my bet on uh, Galvin Newsom being the Democratic nomination mm-hmm. because he can be marketed better versus whether it's yeah. Trump or uh, uh, DeSantis. That's yeah. my guess is there. And I don't know what's going to happen on this side. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Bobby Kennedy is doing some great stuff. Mm-hmm. The only reserve I have, and that goes with anybody who's a Democrat, is the abortion issue, which I imagine he's going to be pro-choice based on this. But other than that, he's got a pretty good uh, 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 yeah. record on various things, pharma. And, and he even came out and said that being a green person himself, he came out and said that the globalists are using atmospheric warming as tyranny to break the West. I mean, he's got it, but they'll never let him even get close to it. No, that's right. Of course, he he is uh, being labeled as a conspiracy theorist. Uh, you know, he he believes the uh, CIA killed, uh, you know, Kennedy, Robert Kennedy. And um, the, the thing of it is, he's being he's being uh, Bernie Sandered. They're not going to yeah. let him get any stage. Yeah, right, right. And and he's making a lot of sense. And personally, I wish he'd you know I wish he'd start a third party or something. But maybe he needs to be. Because what we got now, I so so every day it's a freak show with with Biden. I mean, I don't know if you saw this the latest clip, but I think he's in India and they start playing the in, India national anthem. So he puts his hand on his heart like it's the United States anthem. Then he realizes mm. it's not, and he starts going, <laughs> starts lowering his hand real slow. I mean, when he's not falling down, when he's not getting lost, when he's not sniffing. I mean, when he's when it's not getting caught with the financial records point to the five million to the big guy. What, what did the United States do to deserve such an income? Well, I, I kind of look at things rather than look at the constitution. Hey, they can't do this. This is illegal. I kind of look at what they were doing. And then I put that together to project where it's going. And these various things that you're mentioning are all parts of an army, a plan to destroy the United States. Well, the the, best, the West, we'll say, the, what's mm-hmm. ever's less from the West. I mean, it, uh, England's already lost. Ireland, all those people are all lost. So they're trying to crush this, and they're doing it economically uh, mm-hmm. with, with inflation. They're doing it with uh, bringing the people in, putting them on, on the welfare rows. They're emptying the prisons. They're being light on this stuff. They're coming against the good people. It's all, if you look at it, all those pieces around the board to destroy the country. Mm-hmm. And when you have the presidency, the DOJ, the CIA, FBI, and uh, enough of Congress, it's like, it's just a matter of time. Mm. Well, it is a matter of time. And uh, somebody in the live chat I saw uh, suggested that uh, that he's going to be killed before it's all over with. And I'm thinking, well, say they killed, they killed Robert, killed uh, his brother, uh, killed... Uh, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, if that was the plan, it seems they would have already taken Trump out because he's got to be the biggest yeah. pain. That they, they want have. Trump. They want Trump to go in prison. They want him to die in prison. Oh, I wish I had a quote. Maybe I'll try and find it, uh, post it. But 
when I was watching early on when Trump was talking about the deep state, and, um, oh, gosh, I'm, here we go. I see his face. I can't think of his name. The old CIA director with Obama, uh, Brennan. Brennan? Yeah. Yeah, Brennan said that he will, Trump, his words were, he is going to die in prison. He said this on, on the air, and I was shocked that that was somehow not censored. Of course, it's probably CNN, you know, and they're not going to do it, but but this is the goal, and this is what they're trying to do with these, is they're trying to get him. Now, I, I had a little thing. I, wouldn't it be great if he could push off these trials so that until he's elected, and then he can pardon himself? Mm-hmm. Now, inter- interestingly enough, um, the uh, Jack Smith, the, the uh, prosecutor of the case, has asked the judge to delay uh, the trial beginning, uh, they want to push it uh, to December. It was scheduled for August. And it's so funny because he says, well, we really want the defense to have time to look at all the materials the government and, and is going to produce. And they need security clearances. They just need a- additional time. I'm thinking... The, the prosecutors trying to help the defense. Hmm, okay, we'll buy that one mm. for a dollar. Okay, if they're moving yeah. into December, it's because they want it closer to the election, so it's fresher in people's minds is what that's all about. Yeah. Because between August and yeah. November is too far for the American mind. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I don't, I, you know, in, in, in recent months, I have been talking a lot about this because it's, I find myself if I'd used logic and I followed the uh, the trails, it doesn't look good. And I'm thinking like, you know, I could talk about other stuff. I've been doing a lot of stuff about Jesus, what Jesus said and the meanings and all that. Because to me, the hope in all of this is uh, to me, I, I'm I'm thinking we're going into the end times and uh, studying what Jesus says about that. I, I want to get myself spiritually together to be able to serve mm. God however He would like during that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And withstand all the hate and the fear and the negativity that's coming. Well, you know, I got to say, I got to hand it to you, James. That's a good good way to look at it. And I think all the viewers watching should be aware and being prepared spiritually as well. Because we're not going to be able to, to, to survive uh, on mere, say, guns and ammo and, and stored foods and money in the bank. And we're, you're going to need just to be prepared just supernaturally, spiritually. As as all uh, the, as to the tending to the the the, uh, the fleshly type things because yeah. you, if your if your spirit's not right you're going to make bad decisions anyway. Yeah, uh, and, absolutely. You know I believe that if t- things get that serious we're going to be needing to hear from God and if we are not ready to hear there could be a door where He says, you know the the listening and talk with you is over. And I, I hope I never reach that point. He always continues to talk to me. But I, I think you're right. We, people do need to be prepared that way uh, for what's I mean, coming. You, you, you hit it right on the head because you can prepare, right? But you can't prepare for everything. But God knows what's going on. So if you can, if you can, uh, there's a, vo- vo- a verse I really like. Um, um, All things work for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purposes. How I like to say the last part of that verse is this way. All things work for good for those who love God and follow his call, follow his voice, mm-hmm. right? So you can be in bad situations, but good will come of it if you're led through it by the divine guidance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it'll be pleasant. You know, and I, I use the example of Isaiah. He didn't get uh, taken back to um, Babylon when they, when they destroyed Israel and all that because he was in prison. He didn't know he was there. I mean, mm-hmm. so, 
it's a it's a weird thing. God could use various things to protect you, whether they're pleasant or not, or whether it's what we want to be. Well, you know, that's a another another thing. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining the program, we have on our uh, Zoom line here James Arthur Jansik, a longtime friend and partner in in in, his, uh, in, in bringing truth uh, to the masses through uh, through programming, and uh, we have a remarkable similarity in our lives past. So uh, if you have a question for James, you can put it in the live chat, uh, which is going on now. And by the way, our poll got spammed there. We were asking who what the the favorite president is, and I guess there's a setting in there that can ban, some, ban a certain IP from altering the poll results. So people that have voted, vote again. We've cleared out some bad IP, so we'll, we'll see how that goes out there. I mean, my, my little fantasy would be a Trump-Kennedy uh, ticket, but Kennedy already said there's no chance of that. Now, Trump, you notice he's not saying anything against Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He's been talking about DeSantis, which, you know, far be it for me to criticize him or know what his mind is. I don't know if that's wise, but mm-hmm. he hasn't said nothing about Kennedy. And I think that uh, if Kennedy were to be the nominee, which won't be, so I know that, Trump would have trouble because uh, Kennedy is almost 100% on the same page with a lot of the things that Trump are mm-hmm. without the, 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 Trump of, the Trumpifying things, mm-hmm. you know, and all that, mm-hmm. which turns off some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd rather have Trump flaws and all because at least the guy's straight up he's on the right page constitutional page he's you know i, I i'll take him any day of the week mm-hmm. any other politician yeah it's it's amazing that the truth that he is is uh, putting out there uh and um yeah that would be sort of a dream ticket because it crossed the political lines and i'm just wondering why why it is i mean you know trump obviously got this country in a place that has never been before and it's great but aside from Trump, we always get this Bush, Clinton, Obama, Biden mess. Why can't we get some fresh voice like Vivek Ramasamy? You know, I mean, the guy is so smart and he has such a grip on, on American heritage and what it means to be an American. But he's, he's so smart and we, we can't get doesn't seem like we ever can get a smart person in there. It seems like we always get these clans, these family the lineage and it's like these people are all in it together we just can't break out of that yeah it's a there's a mind control thing that goes down with the public as well as actually behind the scenes pulling the levers so to speak both literally and figuratively so i mean my, my first time i ever supported a candidate actually gave money to him and went and got signatures was ron paul because when Ron Paul laid out that stuff, it was just right there. You know, no, no ego, no big nothing, just right there. Mm-hmm. And I thought it great. And I was out getting signatures for him. People were laughing. They're going like, well, he wants to shut down all the schools. Mm-hmm. No, it's not what he wants to do. He wants to have the schools be locally controlled, get rid of the Department of Education. You know, but see, you know, they're getting it from the, the mainstream. Now, the good news is mainstream is failing. So hopefully... With the especially with Tucker with his thirty million views, you know, on uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. hopefully that shift will wake up a lot of people. Yeah, and you're right. Hope, hopefully, Tucker's you know. career, uh, it his dismissal from Fox hurt Fox way more than it hurt him. I mean, he gets he, besides Joe Rogan, I think, who gets hundred million views. Uh, Tucker Carlson gets just as many. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, there's yeah. a couple. And so really, and both of them are, are on the right side. And another good point about that is Elon Musk, uh, Musk appears to be on the right side, too. Uh, you know, and he's kind of to me, he's kind of an enigma because it's kind of a wild card. But mostly, yeah, you know, he's into the trans, uh, the trans, not trans, uh, um, the technological stuff. You know, with the brain implants and all that. Now I'm a little bit leery yeah, with that, right? But Neuralink. Yeah, yeah, he was in, he was into a technology. I did not trans. So that's part is a little bit, but yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for him buying Twitter, we wouldn't have any of this stuff. Yeah, you're right, and I, I. I, I was kicked off of Twitter, uh, and then I, of course, I, my YouTube channel was banned, so now I'm on Rumble. Uh, but um, I'm back on Twitter now. I don't, I don't really tweet much because I'm really kind of, yeah, I'm really just kind of waiting to see. And you know, no matter, no matter what you do, you know, somebody's gathering a dossier, text history on you. But it, you don't have to be on social media to be tracked. Every audio mm. is turned into into digital data. And it's stored some government computer, whether you call somebody, text somebody, social media post. They've got the whole thing at their disposal anytime they want. Yeah, they work on power. So, like, for example, Rogan has this 100 million whatever people or whatever. Mm -hmm. If your show, well, first off, if you, like, won the lottery, right, and all of a sudden you have $500 million to invest in yourself and you could buy pages of New York Times and all that, now you'd be trouble. They would worry about you. But doing what you're doing, doing what I'm doing, these pe- people out here, you're not a big threat to them personally at that point. Collectively, all of the Internet reporters and whatever are. Mm-hmm. But if you were to all of a sudden file a pile of money or if somebody backed you with a pile of money, now you would find yourself being uh, really taken care of. Well, that's true. Hey, by the way, we've got a question come in for you. Let's get a couple of questions from our viewers. And by the way, welcome to the program, Australian Ben. Um What's your take, this is from our moderator, what's your take on the China balloons that were allowed to fly over the United States? You know, I, 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 I'm assuming they were Chinese spy balloons or what have you, but the, the oddness of it was not acting. like it, it, It's almost like they didn't know it was there, and then when it was there, what do I do about it? Let it, let it go through. It seems to be more of a bungle then part of a plan and then eventually they knocked it down and other ones would have been dealt with. So mm-hmm. it's really part of the plan with the current administration is destroying America. But there's a huge part of it is just simply incompetent bungling. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of it was. I mean, after all, who was that? I forgot what position he was. He was in the cabinet. He ended, he was one of those, the guys who was dressing like a girl, bald head. I know exactly. You're talking about up. Yeah, he ended up getting arrested for stealing a, a somebody's luggage. Yeah, three times. He so, was let yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm he, like, what? Huh? Sam, I mean, what Sam, kind of mentality yeah. is there? And that guy was in in the cabinet somewhere. Yeah, so it's like Sam, I don't know. Yeah, his name is Sam Britton. Yeah, that sounds right. And, yeah, he, right. and, he, and not only that, uh, James, he was a furry, and what that means is he would walk men who would be half naked, walking like dogs with muzzles. As his one of his fetish, so it seems to me that if if I was a foreign power and I looked at this incompetent government full of all all, all of this diversity, I mean uh, even Joe Rogan said that the, the the creep show in D.C. they wouldn't be they wouldn't even let them run Ben and Jerry's a Ben and Jerry's of course everybody knows that's a gay ice cream company, but they wouldn't let those freaks 
run Ben and Jerry's. That's how diverse they are. I mean, are they just, do you, how many boxes of weirdness and freakdom? It's like, if you don't have, if you're not a freak, you're not going to get in, in the administration. Yeah. And I think looking at it from like a satanic point of view, the devil hates humans. And what he wants to do is take the humans, which have a favoring by God for some reason in, in his eyes, mm-hmm. and he wants to make them caricatures of themselves. He wants to have them. I mean, look at it. You have mothers killing babies. You have the military, your your warriors being sent out to do political uh, killing, killing uh, civilians and whatnot, demoralizing them. I mean, suicide is high in, in the military. You, you you want to take the you have the churches now with the rainbow flags and how everything is fine. The idea is to kind of turn everything upside down, and mm-hmm. that, Satan's behind all of that. And these people, whether whether they know it or not, are doing that bidding of of com, com, mm-hmm. converting and turning everything upside down. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. I mean, not not that the, the the American government has this great wonderful past. I mean, there was a lot of trouble here and there, mm-hmm. but in a constitutional sense, it is about the best government plan that there has been throughout history mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting they they seem the the left has a plan to destroy the country like china has a plan to take over the world the right doesn't have a plan and they've never no. had a plan and i don't understand it when are they going to wake up and understand there's a plan against them and in years from now people will say where were you at where was your plan to defend the country and, and i like what you said about what satan does to humans because he wants to turn men or and women into the weirdest, sickest freak he possibly can, so he can point his finger to God and say, "Look at your creation now, just like he did yeah. with Job. Look at Job exactly. now. If you just let me touch him." So he's doing that. He wants to humiliate God's creation. Say, "Oh, this is your wonderful creation. Look, guys barking like a dog. The guys look, you know, raping kids. And you know, that's of course it says that the devil." wants to sit on a throne as God, and so he is lifting himself up. So all this whole spectrum of people are worshiping Satan, whether they know it or not. All right, we've got another question for you, James, from the bear who gives us the bear report. He says, uh, uh, James, do you think Pete Buttigieg has a path to the White House? His name does get tossed around. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he has the uh, charisma to pull it off. I mean, not that Biden's charisma, okay, but Biden had the name recognition. <laughs> yeah. And he was just kind of like the vice president becoming president. There's some stuff there. Mm-hmm. But uh, he uh, he really fell down on a job when he was there. I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. They're not calling me to give me get suggestions. So, so but I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. OK, so I'm thinking you, I, McGavin would be the guy because he's he's heartless. You know what he said? Hmm. He's he yelled. He was complaining that the the right wing was forcing raped women to carry their rapist babies. That was a quote from him. That what? is so evil in how that's stated. Mm-hmm. Because the whole, obviously the whole point is the baby has nothing to do with the rapist, mm-hmm. right? So to turn his words around is abortion is forcing the murder of an innocent child because the parents don't want them. Mm. You know, and that's true. I mean, that's true. His statement is actually false. It's, it was disgusting. Well, it is a culture of death. And interestingly, you, you brought that up because um, a learned uh, con- commenter on MSNBC said that Judge Alito should be given free tickets 
to the next sub going to the Titanic. Now, <laughs> now what what kind of sick, pathetic moron, debauched freak would say such a thing about a Supreme Court judge? Oh yeah, I'll buy your tickets to the next to the, to the next tour. Of course, we know what the connotation. We know what that means. What yeah, he's really right, saying. Right, right. I mean, it, but it's sick. I mean, it's it's somehow okay to say those kind of violent things, but if I turn around and say, well, uh, frankly, I think that transgenderism is something, something either mental illness or perversion, <gasps> you're a hater. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, are you a hater? Mm-hmm. And yet you're just talking about killing anybody. I mean, he's the Supreme Court justice, but killing anybody, that's okay. Mm-hmm. See, this is the inversion principle here with Satan, mm-hmm. is I can talk about things in a objective logical manner based on principles and i'm a hater mm-hmm. yeah the word I, I, you talk about you talk about youtube i've what they're doing to me now is they're going back to my old shows and deleting them because i stopped doing current shows on youtube with these type of topics right mm-hmm. if i don't have that topic I'll, I'll let it be there but right they're going back now two and three years and deleting things for uh, medical misinformation. It's been on for two years, but all of a sudden now it's misinformation. Well, well, James, I've talked about our life paths being mirrored. That's exactly what happened to my YouTube channel. Uh, They went back. It was like two years, and it wasn't even a show on the jab. It was a a statement or a comment that was made. It was a comment during an hour and a half broadcast. And Mm -hmm. then they sent me a note and said, or email, however, I can't remember how I got it, but it said that uh, the misinformation was so egregious that you will not be allowed to appeal your channel deletion. And hundreds of videos just poof, just poof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it was, it was that bad, okay? It was, well, you know, when we talk about transgender stuff, Europe is beginning to switch course. They're coming back mm-hmm. the other way. So, you know, what was the, you know, the, the truth, the truth that masks, we're going to save people. The jab's going to save people. You can't transmit it. I mean, and, and if you say something about it, you're disinformation. That's all been t- proved uh, cor- uh, correct from the people that said it, but they've already been banned. Where's the apology? This is what's the kind of creep show we gotta, what we're got. we dealing with. All right, let's get to another question for you, James. From Australian Ben Down Under. says, was it a, just a coincidence that the lost submarine story dominated the international news headlines the very same week Hunter Biden was charged and copped a plea. And I don't know if the charge could have took advantage of the news cycle and said to me, these guys are distracted here. Now's a good time to put it out like a Friday afternoon or whatever. Probably something like that. I don't know if they blew the submarine up as a distraction. I I think that they can look around and see what's going on and go, hey. And I I actually think that COVID uh, at first, the, the Democrats were poo-pooing COVID. No, there's nothing here. It's no big deal. Right, right. right? And then, Nancy and then they went like, you know, wait a minute. Yeah, I Nancy think we got a good, we got an idea here. Mm-hmm. You know, we could use this. You know. So yeah, I think a lot of times what they'll do is they'll look around and see what they can use to mask. Mm-hmm. And then the media just goes like wrong. Never let a crisis go to waste is what they do. And, yeah. And, and it yeah. was Nancy Pelosi said, hey, you go, you know, go to San Francisco, go shopping. You know, they they were saying all that kind of thing. Meanwhile. Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan was telling people they couldn't be out on a boat fishing on a rowboat alone. That was banned. And if, and you couldn't buy seeds and plant your garden. Okay. So this is the kind of cycle kind of thing. You're right. There's, there's, there's videos galore out there of them saying, Hey, if we, you know, if there's a pandemic, you know, that really worked for us. 
All right, so here's another question from Doreen B. 8951. Do you think the jab was a depopulation agenda? You know what? I, I think the jab is similar to Kennedy assassination, John's Kennedy, is that there were multi-purposes. So various people along the way looked at the the COVID and the vaccination as an opportunity. Well, what can we do? Well, first off, we can throw, we can get rid of a lot of old people who are collecting Social Security by putting them in in the homes and they get them all affected because the older people did overreact to the COVID virus. And so you had a higher level of people. And we're going to not give them ivermectin or hydrochloroquine, which would have saved all of them or most of them. And so we're going to do that. So they're going to kill people off. They're going to then be able to scare people into following their commands. you got to stay inside. You, you know, they, they, they lost a huge part of the economy, got collapsed by it. You notice that all the major chains, they're up and running, but all the middle, middle and lower guys are out of business. So they, they cleared out. They got the major chains to go along because they're going to be the only places open. So, of course, you know, I mean, I remember going to Home Depot and they, they, they wouldn't let you go down the seed aisle, like you said. They, they closed off the seed aisle because they just said it wasn't necessary. But you can go to Home Depot and get right. paint, you know, somehow right. that's necessary. Right, right. And so, so by getting the Vax in there now, now they can, if they make you take a Vax, now they can do stuff like a genetic manipulation and targeting people. You, if you go in to get a Vax and you're on the list, you get the hot shot. You're on, you're on a good side. You get the, you know, the, the cold mm-hmm. shot, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So all those things together saw the opportunity uh, mm-hmm. to work. A lot of it backfired. A lot of it went wrong. And a lot of people are changing. I mean, my mom, God bless her, she wouldn't got the vax because she's 80. She's afraid that if she was going to die in the hospital, they wouldn't let us come see her. You know, this is the, this is why, you know, the, the evil, that I, the, the anger that I have for that stuff like that. So what happens to her? She ends up having brain bleed. Now, she's still alive. She's 89. And you know what her goal is? God bless her. She's Democrat her entire life. Her goal is, please let me stay alive long enough so I can vote for Donald Trump. Wow. Now, speaking of That's Donald, how much she's turned around in that, this. That is an amazing story there, James. Uh, I'm looking at the poll, the poll results. And uh, right now we have uh, Donald Trump at 53, RFK at 15, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy at uh, uh, 15, and then Ron DeSantis there as well. Uh, so uh, we need we we need to restore order to our government, but it's near, a near impossible task. Somehow, I think there have been dark days before in America. I guess I got to be an optimist. Somehow, we got to bring some kind of hope to the situation. But I mean, it does look weird. But you know, they always say it's darkest before before the you know we well, we we could be in the eye of the hurricane right now, heading to the eye. Everything's stable, but we've got we got China getting ready to go into Taiwan. We know as soon as that yeah. happens, the stock market's going to crash, probably fifty, hundred point, who knows how many thousand points, whatever. Uh, and then some some latent government operation emergency rules and laws are going to be implemented you know that's going to be happening patriot act and you know and, and, for example and, and it's still in existence and, and i think you're right <laughs> about the the list people say well there's no such thing as a list well i guess you haven't really been paying attention because you, you say well surely the government wouldn't force people to get a, get a shot that can cause them to uh, have a heart attack or have blood clots uh deon sanders or just drop dead. Surely they wouldn't do that. Surely, surely they wouldn't allow the 
the border to be invaded by millions of people, including yeah. terrorists, surely, surely they wouldn't want to kill our fossil fuel industry and put us back in the Stone Age. Our government would never do those things. Well, you better think again. You better look around because they were doing a whole lot of other things. And by the way, concerning that sub, the question was, was it a distraction? The Navy apparently knew about that implosion days before. They heard it hour after it happened. I think they were on their way down. They heard it, and it says that in, the, in their super secret mm. revelation. That means they withheld that information for days yeah. while the families were waiting uh, to hear about their loved ones. Now, if there yeah. was holding to that information, if that's true and it appears that it is true, then that tells you again, it's manipulation, and it was designed yeah. to distract, and it had a purpose. Everything has a purpose. And by the way, speaking of Pete Buttigieg, I associate him with the derailment in East Palestine and all the kind of crap going on, these mysterious t train derailments. Well, I guess we got another train derailment in Yellowstone uh, in Montana that went right into the Yellowstone River. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And I think it happened today. So, so James, my my question is, do we have terrorists doing these things? And I'll and I'll connect that with two other points: mysterious food processing plants by the hunters being burnt to the ground, and in Quebec, somebody had a satellite image where they were looking at satellite imagery down at Quebec where it was clear. Then you can clearly see. I don't know if you've seen those videos. Then all of a sudden, yeah, I did. Yeah. The fires just all of a sudden yeah. come out of nowhere, all at the same time, and and that kind of, kind of goes back to your earlier point where you said that um, the the West is, is is trying to be scared, being controlled by climate, and that was evidently obviously a big a big play right there. Say, so, hey, fires, and look look at the clouds. Look at New York City is red. Do you want that? Right. Are right. all these events tied together? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they are. What I think. Which makes them hard to argue against to uh, uh, what do they call them, normies? I mean, figure out the regular people who are not paying attention is that to coordinate such a thing appears to be so complicated that it could never happen. But what what I say is when you have the using the complication, uh, oh, what's the complicated principle? Not complicated. Oh, well, I'll get it. Okay. There's so many things happening. And that they can independently work on their own, and but but collectively work to another end, without necessarily having to be connected themselves. So when you have uh, them starting fires, and say their goal is to start the fires to make global warming stuff, mm -hmm. well, at the same time it's destroying uh, the industry up there. It's hurting health and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You have the other the things going on with the derailments, the derailments uh, and the food processing plants. I mean, first thing, when I look at stuff, when people say, yeah, they're blowing up the plants, I have to look in history and go, well, what? how many food processing plants normally burn, let's say, in a one-year or maybe two-year, right. three-year period? Right. And if that number is consistent where we are now, you know, we've just happened to notice it, but it isn't. There's more being down. Mm -hmm. The consolidation of the companies make the one going down even worse because before you had so many of them all over the place. Now you have basically three major, four major slaughterhouses in a whole America. Mm -hmm. So when these things do go down, and again, I think what will happen is when you see all these points, when you connect them all, it's going to be collapse of the infrastructure. Well, that's interesting. Now, Satan may be planning all this stuff, but a lot of these people are 
in their own poison world doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, well, there's also, we talk about just three or four uh, meat processing plants. Well, the biggest one, I believe, is is uh, the one that China bought from uh, Costco, I think it was. What, I can't remember the name of it, but it's huge. Smithfield? Yeah, that's it. So, right, China, yeah. so China owns that one, you know, and like now they're buying farmland. So here, here's what we got talking about China. They've, they're buying up our meat processing plants. Uh, they're flying balloons over, over a military basis of a China warship nearly collided with American warship. They've been doing uh, 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 aircraft incursions in Europe. Um, they're uh, building a, a military base in Cuba. I mean, you could somebody is is just like they're handing them. The, the roadmap or the, the keys to do whatever they want has been given to them. They're very big in Africa too. They've made a lot of deals in Africa, buying land and uh, lending money and then taking resources in return. Of course, they did learn that from United States. Uh, mm-hmm. CAA did a lot of that, but the, the, the whole thing that I'm worried about is when I mentioned this three days of darkness, like if they pull this off where they shut everything off, mm-hmm. that is the opportune time for China to strike in Russia. Now, you, you mentioned something. I was listening earlier. You said Russia is the, was it the number one or number two it's Christian number, nation? It's number four. Number four, okay. When you look at Russia, at what did it, it, it's illegal to have drag queens as kids, uh, in is. kids' classes. Mm-hmm. You can't openly go out and say, they're not, they don't go finding homosexual and they kill them or nothing, but you can't promote that. If you want to do that and you're quiet in your house, hey, it's your business, you know? Mm-hmm. They have this kind of so that you know, it's it's so ironic for someone who's you know we lived through the whole Cold War thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so ironic to have <laughs> Russia actually now they're doing bad stuff too. Nobody's good, but right, right, right. They got good stuff better than us. The uh, cold Christian America, and it, it's it just shows everything's upside down. Yeah, yeah. And I I heard a speech from uh, Vladimir Putin pointing that very thing out, saying in in America they're they're uh, eliminating their own history they're destroying their traditions and their moral fabric i mean it's like okay well you know the government's got it set where if if you argue if you don't like the ukraine us if unlimited billions of ukraine you're you're a terrorist you're a white supremacist if you don't like that so therefore you must hate russia but i'm finding that i can't generate that hate because i'm not really sure why that war started and what's going on here but it seems to me that the powers that be what Russia destroyed, and I think it's because they're not going along with the new world order. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, they, they wouldn't mind having thrown their card into it, you know, being part of something, but it's it's like, this is why Trump, oddly enough, and, and Putin are the major enemies of the world order, and that's why they had to keep them apart. Because if Trump and Putin got together and started comparing notes... You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. Russia has all kinds of dirt on the American politicians that uh, if they just put it out, it'd be considered disinformation. But this is why they had to keep Trump uh, and Putin apart. And, and they basically did. And, you know, I got to say that they were somewhat successful in derailing things. I would say so, too. Hey, let's get to another question for you. Uh, Smoke says, uh, James, what are your thoughts about Bill Gates pursuing, owning, and developing the next generation of nuclear plants. The power plants, you mean? Yeah, I, I didn't know they were talking yeah. about nuclear power plants. I, I actually, I actually don't know anything about that. Uh, when you mention him and and you, and you think about him with vaccines, him, he's openly saying 
that he wants to control world populations by vaccines. Well, okay, there's only two ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. That's either you can use it to make people sterile, or you can <laughs> kill people. Mm-hmm. That's the only. How else can you control world populations? He's open to stuff. So I mean, anything to do with Gates to me is like, you know, I you know, here's Bill Gates. I'm like evil, you know. Well, well, let me let me let me throw a little devil's advocate into the conversation here. We're yeah. talking about somebody asked about the depopulation effort. Um, how could that? How does that square with adding? tens of millions of uh, people from South America who are don't have anything to do but procreate. Let's just face it. They have large families um, and they're really intact families too. So uh, it seems to me our population is going to, going to explode. So, I mean, you, you can't kill enough people off with a shot and you can't neuter a bunch of, you, 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 you can't neuter a bunch, that many of them. You can't turn that many men in, into, into gay. So they don't, they don't uh, try to get with a woman. I mean, there's not enough of that. I mean, this is going to overwhelm. So it, how does yeah. that square with the depopulation effort? Well, I think there's, there's, there's steps. First off, what's happening now is you have to, you have to replace the constitutional American. And it's not just whites. There's blacks and Hispanics. Everybody who's a constitutional American is a problem for the world order. Mm-hmm. So the people coming in from their border are replacements. I just, I don't know. If, I just saw an article. I couldn't believe my own eyes that in Illinois there's a bill in the House to allow them to hire illegal aliens for be police. I mean, I'm going. I, I posted. I go like, if this doesn't show the replacement ideology, I don't know what does, right? Yeah. So they have to. They need people, right? So they need to get rid of us and bring in them because they feel they're more controllable. Now, how I think they're more controllable is is the people who are the world powers, they go back to old old money in Europe and, and, and blood from the um, kings and queens and all that. Mm-hmm. They think that, you know, we're all animals. You know, we're not humans. We're animals. So get rid of these pain-in-the-ass humans, animals, right. bring in some other animals that are easier to control. So when it comes to... Uh, population control well now you have a replacement population who will do what you're told take the shot okay and now people those people will either be you know various uh they'll be sterile or they'll be docile i mean whatever they could work with i mean it's still in the infant stages so they haven't perfected it but they're i think what trump's biggest credit is by him getting elected it destroyed their plan, which was unrolling nicely, and he and then now they have to fight overtly, and they get careless and make open mistakes. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Trump's job in a divine plan mm-hmm. would be to tear off the cover off all of the stuff that's been hidden, mm-hmm. so it's coming out in the open. Right. And now you got people who are out there saying, "Yes, I want to have an abortion anytime I want." Up till I just I'm having a baby. Nope, I changed my mind because that's the ultimate goal. But they had they couldn't say that before. But now since they've come out open this cover up and they have to push it forward, people are saying this, and of course people are going, wait a minute, that's not right. Mm-hmm. So this is where you have this divided country in the battle. I think going on. Mm-hmm. You're right, and he he was totally not expected to win. They got sloppy, and that just. Through old, old yeah, I don't think they realized. 
they thought that they could say his pros numbers are down and he can come up with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And in the past, it would have worked. Most people would have thrown in the towel mm -hmm. if they oh, yeah. up until the election because mm -hmm. of all the stuff that they did to him. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all. But Trump was like, you know, you set me on fire. I'll keep going. Mm -hmm. And he won. Right. Right. You, right. And I like what you said there. I'm going to segue off that is that it, it, it was supposed to work on him. But it didn't. It wor It would work on all, all the others. The other 16 candidates that he beat and humiliated, it would have worked yeah. on any of them. But it didn't work on him. And here's another thing going on. This has to do with the Bud Light controversy. Um, they anticipated that they know, the American consumer, that all you got to do, just wait a week and everybody will forget it. They got busy lives. They got to you know, show them a football game or whatever. Well, that didn't work. So they rolled out a horse. A Clydesdale. Hey, look at a horsey. Look at a horsey. That's going to yeah. work. That's all you got to do. Just show them that Clydesdale, and they're just going to love it. That didn't work. Well, then show American flag. Look at American flag. Well, for one thing, as I said in my ranting points earlier, Budweiser's not yeah. an American company, so quit appropriate, appropriating the American flag and don't show it to yeah. me trying to sock buy your beer. I'm not going to do it. Those things were supposed to work, but they didn't work. And so they're like, wait, wait a minute. And so, you know, they got problems with the advertising teams. Like, Man, you know. Something's, something's not right. This always did work. And, and, and James, that always did work. We all, we all know the drill and we, we were used to it. Okay, they're going to they're gonna talk to their psychologists. They're going to talk to the advertising people. They're going to get together. They're going to get in a huddle in a war room and they're going to create something. It's just going to make everybody forget. And then we yeah. as American consumers are used to that. Okay, so how are they going to do it? You know, we're just waiting. How are they going to do it? Well, that, that didn't work this time. The normal right. psych, the psych job did not work. It's like we already know that playbook. We know what you're going to do. You're going to try to pull my heart strings. You're going to try to pull your patriotic strings. Now they now they got a uh, they got a new camel can. Oh look, we got a camel can. Okay, horse didn't work, flag didn't work. How about a camel can? That's all you need, right? So look at that. No, people aren't forgetting. In other words, the American consumer is used to the tricks, and they're just saying, "I know your tricks, and we're not falling for it. We know what you're want, trying to do, and it's not going to work." Yeah. And and so that's there kind of what happened to Trump. He knows what they're yeah. trying to do, and it's not going to work on him either. So in some ways, the American consumer has wised up on how this thing is, and that's why there's much more backlash against these woke companies. Yeah, and I, 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 I think when you go back to Trump, I think I think Trump made two mistakes. Uh, was one, I think when he was elected, he honestly believed that okay, we won our little show, the Hillary show. Okay, I won, so let's let's get together now and let's work things out. I mean, I really thought that he thought that could happen mm -hmm. and he got a rude awakening that, no, these guys are for blood. They want death and blood. Mm -hmm. So now he's got it right. Yes. The other thing that I thought it was unfortunate is he believed pharma. I understand mm -hmm. why he would being the, being ahead of a, a billion dollar company. You talk to the technicians, you know, they're supposed to know what they're doing. Hey, this is America. We're going to pull together. And he couldn't read into them the absolute evil and sorcery that's there. So those, I think, would be two mistakes that he made. Mm -hmm. But I, to me, they are understandable mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's not like they he lied and changed his mind or nothing like that. So, and now there's no hold bar when he talks. There's no hold bar. Right. And uh, I agree with you 100 percent on that. He made the mistake of believing that there were actually good people in government. He thought, well, yeah, there's probably a couple of rogue ones, and I'll, I'll deal with them. He didn't know when Biden talks about a whole of government transition to tranny freak shows. Uh, Trump didn't know that the whole of government had already been weaponized, and he, he just 
he knew it was, he called it, you know, he said a swamp. So he, he knew there's a swamp. I mean, uh, but he didn't know how deep it was. And yeah. that was a mistake. And he should have done a lot more firing. But like you said, he's completely wised up now. I mean, the Justice Department, yeah. the FBI, the intelligence agency, every single IRS, all of them are against him. And it, it was, uh, in the beginning, he just, he, his mind just couldn't believe that it was that bad and that deep. But I, I think I agree with you. He, he understands how it is now and it, it is war. And I don't know what the holdup is. They need to file impeachment charges against Biden simply because of all the financial stuff and all the other crap that he's been doing. We undermine the United States for one, but whether or not it gets approved by the Senate, that's irregardless. You, yeah. you have to do it. You have to do it anyway. You can't yeah. say, well, they're not going to, they're not going to agree with us. So don't do it. No, you need to drag him just like Trump got dragged for, before he even was president, he was getting dragged. That's the yeah, game. And he was, That's he the playbook. Was, he, he was dragged and accused of things he didn't do and been exonerated by their own investigators. Biden has done all these things. Right. And they're just hiding it, you know? I mean, it's, there's a, there's, there's, it's not like it's just tit for tat. It's, it's like this was an innocent man. This is a guilty man. Yeah, right. It's projection. Every single thing they've accused him Russian interference, taking bribes, and every single thing they've accused is like they know. It's like they know what it is. And now I don't know if you, you've been catching. There's a nuanced explanation now as to whether or not uh, uh, Joe Brandon knew that Hunter uh, was doing business deals with Chinese in the Ukraine. He said, "I don't know anything about it." That that has been nuanced to, uh, "I'm not involved with my son's business." Have you, did you have you caught that in the news lately? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That little yeah. switch of that nuance. Now, from I didn't know because there's videos, there's text messages, there's all this stuff saying he did know, which makes him a liar, which isn't a people's offense. If you can impeach a president on a phone call, which now was proven correct, then and a good good for the Republicans as far as they're trying they're trying to wash out uh, the two impeachments because they were both based on frauds, as the Durham report and all the other reports have shown that he was unjustly accused and and impeached. But there's way more stuff to impeach this guy. Yeah, no, I had a question about it. In fact, I've been I've been fascinated by this book. It's called uh, Napoleon: A Life, and I and I don't have the author's name off the top of my head. And I've I've read it now four times, and I've read it three times in a row. Really? Because I'm so fascinated about the French Revolution and Napoleon at that time. So much of it correlates to what's happening now. I mean, it's not a one to one thing. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that are different. I mean, Trump is not a Napoleon, right? right. Uh, but there are things about Napoleon that are I can see where that that the left now the they look at Trump as a threat, like like a Napoleon or a Hitler, because I mean we all know Hitler's a bad guy, but at the time in Germany, the uh, the progressives and the globalists, I mean, they had the cabarets, you know, come to the cabaret, my friend. There was transgender stuff going on and crime and and uh, drugs and whatnot. And Hitler's platform is to get rid of it all, which he did, right? So the problem I'm seeing in the future is if the right does finally get these people out, we may have end up having somebody uh, who is a dictator. A, a, a dictatorial type person because you need to. One of the reasons why Hitler was so successful, he was a hit, he was the dictator. He was like, you go to jail. And he did, right? Mm-hmm. Can't do that here. So if things get bad enough 
on the progressive left, I mean, I don't know how worse it can get, but let's say <laughs> right, people right. might accept a constitutional suspension to clean up the act. But now what you're worried about is what happens afterwards. Uh, for example, uh, in, in Cuba, Castro was going against a corrupt government, and it was very corrupt. Mm-hmm. And he said that when once they got rid of him, he'd step aside, they'd have elections. Well, he didn't, right? This is the danger for the for us is that the left wins. We have a, a Soviet Union. If the right gets enough guts to stand up and do what it takes, it can morph into uh, like a Napoleonic type thing, you know, where there's good things, but it's also uh, tyrannical. So I mean, there's kind of like so many things that can go wrong. Oh, oh well, we. We have that. Maybe Jesus will come. That's my, you know, I want I, every day I wake up, I go, Lord, today be the day. Well, I, you know? I kind of, I kind of feel like there's some punishment involved. Um, I remember an old time preacher once said, if God doesn't punish America for the 60 million abortions, he may have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Preacher said that. I didn't say that. But you got to admit, um, oh, but let, me yeah. give you, let me give you a little test, okay? You've been around for a while. I'm going to give you a quote, and I want you to tell me what presidential candidate said this. Ready? I might not be too good at this, but go ahead. All right, here we go. <clears throat> i got to practice this. Me, 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 me. It's all about me anyway. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. If a fighter pilot saw these deficit numbers on his computer screen, on his airplane, he would eject. <laughs> well, I mean, the way you're, I don't know, the way you're talking, it sounds rather bushish. Okay. The way you're doing it, but I, I, I don't really right, know. I got that one. I gotta clean tomorrow now. I still gotta do. Gotta clean yeah. tomorrow now. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Perot. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If a finer pilot saw these deficit numbers on his computer screen of his airplane, he would eject. Of course, something happened huh. to him. He he got he got Bernie Sanders back then. So I mean, the interesting about him is that, in my opinion, if he would have stayed in the election, he would have won. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, he pulls out of the election, and then he goes back in. But by then, he lost the credibility. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I, I can't give you a, I can't find this, but I read a quote from him. He was asking why he quit. He said his daughter's lives were threatened. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm going to assume that's true. I, I can't I say that. for sure, but this is what happens when somebody actually gets a beat on what's going on and they're starting to go. Mm-hmm. They got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't rock the boat. And his, his, his vice president uh, candidate didn't help matters when he said, on the stage, I think he said, "Why am I here? Why? What am I doing?" <laughs> that didn't help him. I remember that too. No. But hey, so we we've got we've got craziness in politics. Um, but let's talk about you've been doing uh, uh, feet to the fire. You're the Dark Knight, of course. You got the hat. Prove it. Um, to, to, for one thing, and it's in, I think it's in your bio. It says that how you you're, you're you have an interesting way. To handle it when you when a guest just doesn't show up, which happens to me multiple times. How do you handle that yourself, James? Well, uh, in, the, in the earlier days, I, I, I was doing four-hour shows, ad commercials, on uh, satellite syndication, which nothing came to it of it, but I was still on it, and I'd have these things, and I'm doing all this. I mean, you know how it is to do all this stuff, right? And all of a sudden, a guest is not there. It's like, huh, what do you do? You know. So that's when I started to talk about stuff. So what I ended up doing is two things I have is I, I've had Pete go to people that I can call them and go, I need you now. And they're there. Mm-hmm. And I also have, uh, 
topics that I would I have ready to go in case I need it. But uh, I I did one where I had John Kay of Steppenwolf on there talking about how things were in the 60s compared to how it was at the time I was doing it in the early 2000s. And I had nothing prepared. I had all the bumpers set up with all the Steppenwolf songs. We never called. That's a two, I had two hours I had to dance for, and that was not pleasant. He apologized, and he, he ended up coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, 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 some of the stuff I've done is simply go off and talk on a topic, and I'm not comfortable with that. I am not at all comfortable with that because I like when people ask me questions, and I can I can come I can work in my mind what I know what I this and I, I get any kind of inside guidance and I go with it. But if I have to initiate that, it it's uh, it's hard work. All right. So here, here, now here's my story because well, for the people watching the program, uh, James Arthur Jansik's been on the net since 2003, and um, so is this show here. So we, we you're talking to, you're 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 listening to two guys that've been in this for way longer than most people that's out there. So we've had a lot of shows, a lot of a lot of a lot of guests and stuff. So now let's, we're going to swap some stories with each other. So. So I, I had this guest, uh, who, who's I, I say stiff, you know, who knows what. But anyway, you know, the, it's all set up. The emails went back and forth for a week. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, the Edge broadcast. You're the cosmic cowboy. I'll be there. And he was in. He was in England anyway. But he, he wasn't there. And so I didn't have a plan. And I usually don't have a plan when, when a guest doesn't. I figure I'll just, you know, I just kind of wing it and stuff. So well, he had sent me a book. He was ready to talk about his book. So. As an act of entertainment, I, I got the book, and and somebody said weird to you, but I'm uh, but I can do this because I got his hat. I start I took some pages out and I started chewing. I said, <laughs> I was chewing I was chewing I was eating his book, and I said, here's what I think my hair. Well, well the, the, the well the zoom logged on, and there he was, and he says, he goes, are you eating something? I go, yeah. <laughs> He didn't know I was eating his book. He called me right. That's <laughs> so funny. So oh, so he actually then shows up right at that time. Yeah, he he did. Yeah, and the, wow. the audience just went crazy. I mean, they just said, "Man, I can't believe it." Daniel, you know, they advised me to 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 eat people's books, and it was, I just did it on the spur of the moment. And I was just chew, I was chewing away. The guy didn't show I mean, up. The, nom, the, nom, the, nom, it's the worst thing Hello. that could happen. The worst thing that could happen is the guest didn't show up. It's like yeah. this is a live show. Yeah, you know, it's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it's it's tough because inside I'm mad at the person. I got to figure out something, and, you know. And I think that's pretty funny. I might remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now sometimes uh, people will send me phone numbers, and I'll use Skype, and I'll call them like uh, a Chinese restaurant in D.C. And so, so I call them up, you know, or I live on air, and I call them up. I say, hey. Uh, you guys got some fried dog over there? Because I've heard that Chinese eat dog, you know. So I'm trying to get me some fried dog. And so I'll make those kind of call. Okay, so tell me, um, you've heard st- a lot of stories. Lots and lots of stories. I mean, can you? is, is there any one that just sticks out of your mind? What's the weirdest things that happened to you on there? Can you, is that? Well, I, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of, but I, I can talk about weird guests, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird guests. Well, you give know, me weird guests. Yeah, yeah, anything like I, that. I had a guy come on, this is years ago, he said that the aliens told him that a comet was going to hit the Earth, mm-hmm. and they're doing that because of the disapproval of what the governments were doing, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and he gave the date, 
I said, okay, I, I said, I want you to promise me that you will come back after that date and we'll talk about what happens or doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'll be there. I will. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. So, of course, as you probably figured, the Earth did, didn't get hit by a comet. Right. So I had him come back, and this is the part that I was stunned on. He had ready, had all kinds of data to show that an a, a comet did hit the Earth, but they kept it a secret. And I'm <laughs> okay. like, a comet hit the Earth, and it kept a secret. Yeah, and he goes, look at look at these wave readings. They have He, he had the Bowie readings. There's mm-hmm. Bowies that are waves that are going 270 feet in the air. There's another one over here, 200 feet in the air. And I just got done reading about road waves. And how that all the swells happen to come together at the same time, and they make these giant waves. And I and I, I talked. To, I said, "What about that? That being the explanation?" Mm-hmm. No, no, it, it was really a comet, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the guy, I mean, the guy held it even to that point. And the same thing with Nancy Leader. I've had her on years ago, and oh. she's still there. And I, I just that I don't understand. Another guy, what, what's his name? Uh, um, David. Um, He's the he's supposed to be the reincarnation of Casey. David Ike? Uh, no. Uh, I'm see, see. I see. I got a problem. I see someone's face. I can't say their name. That's really good on radio, right? Well, well, well let me just. Say. Wilcox. Will Wilcox? Yeah, David Wilcox. David, I don't know who he is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Straight hair, short, like a beetle cut. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about 2012 and all this stuff is going to happen. We're going to ascend through a you know all this hoopla and it doesn't happen, and he's still around. The guy who does the web bots, right? Um, uh, he talked about 2012, and he's building a boat. When the wave comes, you can go out. All this stuff's going to happen. He's still around. I go, how <laughs> how how can these people be still around? Right. And, they, and they're they're still around big time. Right. Not just like they're hanging out. Right. Well, how about your 20? How about your 1999 2000 meltdown people that say, hey, yeah. you you got to buy all this stored food, man. It's coming. It is coming, man. And then. They got the money in the sale. Yeah, no, I, now I had some computer background. In fact, when I was in college, I was going, you know, I had punch cards. That's how long ago mm-hmm. it was. And I was going into computer engineering. And so I thought down, I go, well, the only reason nine, uh, uh, the 22K, 2K, 2K thing would work was if that the program was dependent upon the year. Mm-hmm. And most programs aren't. They're, if they're dependent on anything, it'd be the day and time, but not the year. There's, you know, so... I, I said, and I, I everybody would listen anyway, I wasn't doing radio at the time, but I would talk about it. I said, nothing's going to happen. There may be some dysfunctions because in a sloppy programming sense, because the year will be zero, you know, some mm-hmm. mathematics won't work mm-hmm. or something, but, and, and, you know, as you know, as you, we all know, nothing happens. So you can logically, if you, if you think it through and look at the <clears throat> ramifications, you can kind of figure a lot of this stuff out. Same thing with planet X. I, I, at one point, I said, I'm going to have everybody who's uttered the word Planet X on my show. And I did, except for one guy who refused to come on my show. And every time they gave their pitch, I, I, I listened. I want to know. I mean, I, I was open to it in the beginning. And I and they, and they said, well, you know, it's 6,000 uh, uh, in the Bible. One day is 6,000 years right. and all that. And I, I said, math out. Yeah, I go, well, if Planet X has a 3,800-degree rotation... We don't know the last time it came. We got guesses. So at mm-hmm. best, you're going to be, you know, there's like a thousand years each way at best. And at worst, the um, the applications of it would mean that it's going to be happen, but it might happen years from now. And they all couldn't respond. Mm. 
I mean, they had dates. This is going to come in May, May for some reason. It's the day for all this. McComet was in May. Planet X was in May. Nancy Leader was in May. All this stuff's in May for some reason. Hmm. You mentioned Nancy, Nancy Leiter there. Um, I don't. I don't know if this happened to you, but uh, I. I didn't know. I didn't expect this. I mean, I was talking to her, interviewing her. Then all of a sudden, her voice changed. I said, "What's going on?" She goes, "I'm a Zeta. I am from Zeta Reticuli." <laughs> no, I said, "Wait a minute." I said, "What?" I said, "What? What happened to Nancy?" I said, "Well, this, this is, uh, we want to talk to you." I said, "Well, I'm glad you glad the Zetas love the show." I did, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, what do you, what yeah. do you do when when you're talking to somebody all of a sudden you're now you're talking to a Zeta? Yeah. No, I I can't say I had that one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. Well, how about uh, I had a time traveler on one time, and you may have had him. He was a presidential candidate. I can't remember his Anthony something. It seems like, but he gave me a story. He showed he sent me a picture of. Uh, Abraham Lincoln at the Gettysburg Address and a, and a dirt street in an old town, old west town, and or early American town, and there was a boy there in the picture with one shoe. And he said, "Well, that's me." He said, "Oh yeah, I try to remember him though." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Well, see, I was I was on Seventh Street and I was running over here and my my foot, my foot got caught and then I lost my shoe." I mean, he just tell me this whole story. I mean, I I couldn't. I I, I tried to punch a hole in the story. You know, I'm trying. Well, what about this? What about that? And he was quite fluid in it. So. When it comes to stories like that, at, at first it's like, well, if I can't disprove it just because it's a crazy, wild story, that doesn't mean it's not true, you know. Right, so, right. So, I mean, if you're going to be honest about it and use lack of contradiction and look at it, anything is possible. You know, so I, I can't prove it wrong. I can just make a case against their case. Mm -hmm. So the principle still is open, open, it's up in the air, but their case has failed. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was Andrew Andrew Brasagio is what the name was. All That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Our, our astute viewers, man, always helping me out in a pinch. Uh, yeah. Uh, question come in says why why hasn't NASA sent people back to the moon in fifty years? Well, you know, I to to, to use that as a tangent based on it. I think that uh, people say, well, they never went to the moon. Well. I can't say they never went to the moon, but what I will, what I do believe is that in the moonshots, there was fake video. Now, why they had fake video would be the question to deal with, but mm -hmm. I saw somebody do a YouTube documentary where they took two different NASA landings, two different times, two different places on, on the moon, and they took the pictures and they ran it over each other, mm -hmm. and the background fit perfect. I mean, right there is end of discussion. <laughs> Obviously, right. the videos were fake. Now, did they not go there? Did they make the videos because they wanted to control what they released? I don't know. I mean, you can argue about that, but for sure, for sure, uh, some of these videos were fake. The, the second thing would be uh, if if they could go past the Van Allen Belt, you know, why why was the shuttle people having trouble when they weren't even as far? Uh, from it, and they had presumably had better shielding, you know. So I'm thinking like, and 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 now they're talking about going back to the moon, and it was a 20 year plan. I go, why can't you just go back to the old books mm. and build another? Well, you know, Lem, right? Because it you know, worked, right? Oh, oh, they happened. They happened to lose the the design for the uh, air conditioning backpack, and I mean all all the plans. They happened to lose all of them. But um, as far as going back to the moon, well, well, you and I. Being from a generation that believed in America 
and uh, its goodness, its core values, going back to the moon in this environment, okay, you're going to have a lesbian, you're going to have a, a drag queen, you're going to have a furry, you're gonna, you know, it's going to be a freak show. You know they're going to do that. You just, just can't be some normal people going Plus up you there. Can't, they're not going to allow I that. Mean, if you want to argue about honesty back then with the film and all that, you, how can you believe anything this government says? I mean, they could come up. Another thing to prove that there's a, something going on there is they had the original films that they took. It was high definition. Mm-hmm. The problem is the cameras didn't sync with TV, so they took a video of the high-definition monitors. That's why we saw that blurry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they have that video, right? So somebody came up with the idea, hey, let's make a DVD series of it, right? There's only one player in the world that can still play those tapes. Before that breaks, let's get, let's do it, right? So they went mm-hmm. to NASA, they went into the box, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, we, we reuse those. You know, we, we, we taped over them for other stuff, mm-hmm. and we don't really have them, and we got... You know, you taped over the greatest human feat in history, right. going to another planet. Right. The dreams that go back thousand years, and they taped over them for what? What? Barney Miller? <laughs> I mean, you know, when they say stuff like this, you got to wonder how can people think that there wasn't something going on because that's mm-hmm. beyond stupid. Well, you are you are correct. Uh, yeah, how, we can't believe anything the government says. In fact, my rule of thumb is this. When the government says, says anything, just invert that 180 degrees and then work your way back. If it's true, you can work your way back. But if whatever they say, just go the 100. If they say <laughs> say sky is blue, say it's green, and then work your way back. Or is there evidence that it's, that it's blue? You know, don't just I, – I, I, I had to quit doing that. Quit doing that since fluoride back a decade ago or whenever it was. I mean, Ukraine's an example yeah. to me. You know, Ukraine is a perfect example. There's no evidence proving that they're the good guys. They might be both bad guys. You know, I'm I'm fine with, but all of a sudden, no, no, no. If you're not, if you don't believe in Ukraine, then you're, you right. know, a racist. Right. Uh, I know. I know a guy uh, did some work on uh, coming up with the numbers of the Holocaust mm-hmm. by using uh, red uh, red Red Cross records and stuff like that. And he put a prediction. His numbers came up to three million. Of Jews were killed, right? Okay. And he was lambasted as an anti-Semite. And I go, what? what? Three million's not enough? It's got to be six million? Why can't it be three? But three million's still terrible, right? Right. So there's there's some reason. When, when people stick to these things irrationally, mm-hmm. I get an itch and say there's something <laughs> going on down there. Right, there you know? right, right. And, it, and it's up to good hosts, uh, such as yourself and myself, to, to kind of weed through there and I think you probably, as as you when you start to unwind something, and it, 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 you mentioned about the um, the aliens and, and the planet. How I, I had a guest on just recently. He said the uh, aliens have been been abducted and everything, and I said, he said, but they're his, his story's going along. Okay, okay, well, that's, wow, you know, I said, wow, you, that happened and, and this happened. And, wow, okay, all right, well, and then he goes, and and they're upset because of climate change. That what humans are doing to the planet, and I, and then my little beep 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 beep. So like sure. the the audience, they know where I'm, they know what's going to happen, okay? Because that's right. because what happens when when a, when a person says that, and, and I've had a couple of UFO people kind of that if you continue to talk to them, they'll say, yeah, they're, they're mad at the climate change, they don't like nuclear weapons, 
they really love diversity. They don't believe in borders. Uh, and you think if you follow that, you'll find out that's the rest of what the aliens are saying. And I'm thinking, yeah. hmm, that that's just undermined your story there. Your credibility just kind of went out the window. I kind of pulled out of the whole alien thing before that, what you're saying. I mean, that, that's all kind of newer stuff. I kind of gave up on alien thing in a while because I, I mean, it's, it's this elusive butterfly. Now I, I've had personally had experiences, two experiences that I think were alien encounters. Now I can't prove it. I don't sit here and say, I know there are aliens. I saw them. I can only recount the things that happened to me and they may have been tied to dream. It might've been a dream as I came out of it. I don't know, but there was quite dramatic for me. The one I was sleeping and I was talking to this, Looked like a woman who would be like, it'd be like almost like it was if you took a a, a a woman Japanese with that kind of hair cut, you know, yeah, yeah. and the eyes were, of course, bigger, right. you know, right, and the right. chin was smaller and all that. Okay. She's looking at me across a table and they were talking, and all of a sudden I jumped out of my bed and stood up in the middle of the room going, What was that? Now, I've never had a dream that dramatic, right? And mm -hmm. I saw in the dream, I saw a non human, right? I don't know. Maybe it was a dream, hmm. but it was so dramatic to me. But I realized that when I tell that story, there's nothing comes out of there that links into outside of me. It's all inside me. Hmm. So I, I can't, I can't put that as proof there's aliens or proof. I was talking to an interdimensional hmm. being or it could have been, it could have been a very vivid dream for all hmm. I know. So are, are you, so are you familiar with the, uh, the, uh, alien out there in uh, Las Vegas? The eight-foot aliens that were walking around this guy's yard? I don't think so. I don't know how long ago it was. Uh, was it the no, no, Paul White? This is the last couple of weeks. It's a pretty big event. What happened is oh. uh, Las oh. Vegas police, they they released a video, but uh, this family called 911 and said there are eight-foot aliens walking around in our backyard, and a craft had landed there. Well, multiple witnesses and is on the, it's on the police scanner. It's on their cameras showing an object crash land. It's streaking across the sky, landing in that area. But the guy said they're eight, they're about eight foot. They got bug eyes, and he said they're definitely 100% not human. And he said uh, I looked at, made eye contact, and I was paralyzed. And so the police went out there, and they said we saw it too. And I mean it's pretty pretty big news. They then, saw the aliens. Uh, they the they saw, saw the, the aliens. They saw the craft crash. Oh. Since then, interestingly. The Las Vegas Police Department put cameras on that house. Now, for the safety of the people. Now, the people living inside the house, and there's other videos that show these alien creatures, because they did say they got video of it. Uh, mm. But they they put, for the first time ever, the police put a camera on their house. Now, that doesn't make sense, because if you say, well, I got somebody threatening me, the police aren't going to come to your house and put a camera there. So I, I think mm. the military ordered them to put the camera in there, and they're intercepting the feed. Uh, by the way, uh, the famous time traveler, John uh, Titer, is he supposed to return soon? I guess we had our own. I guess we had our own Art Bell moment. Uh, we did. We just had an Art Bell moment and noticed it was right after we played the Area 51 uh, <laughs> clip. Well, there you there you have it. There, and here's here's a, here's the thing that just reminded me of talking about we're talking about our, our long illustrious careers in this broadcasting interview situation. I um I was talking to a guest and we were talking about some complicated subject or 
conspiracy type subject and the phone the phone line went dead so i i dialed back to the number and it was the nsa the number that really? i was talking on i called it back and it was and i got the nsa now what's the odds of that wow oh that's pretty i had to go back and re really listen to what he said yeah, i know it. you know there's a whole new Level of interest to what what he was to be saying. Yeah, so so timing and and uh, topics, as we said in the first hour, everything we say is digitized and sent somewhere. Somebody's listening somewhere, and I, it may not be a, an actual human, James, but we know it's an algorithm and it has a search function and it's looking for words, certain words put into a group or form a sentence. And if it gets that attention, then it probably moves to a desk somewhere or some kook, some some spook. Is waiting to analyze this if they need to go further. Evidently, they want to pull the plug on what we were talking about. And you notice we were talking about the reality of the demonic realm. And I think in these days right now, what's going on, again, I happen to think it's the latter days. And the most important thing about this would be your spiritual armor to be able to to be able to do what you need to do, what God would have you do at that any moment, as well as listen for guidance of what you can do in protection. I mean, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and that's why I lost a lot of interest in some of the subtopics because, um, it's like, it's like all this stuff is being like peeled away. And what I'm seeing is we have to look at like Matthew four, uh, Matthew five, that's our living and look at 24, 25 is the later days. It's like, I constantly just focus on what Jesus says. I don't, I don't even care about the narrative like of his life just his words. And that's what I've been focusing on. And I think that if people listen to what Jesus says, they'll be surprised because churches don't teach it. Mm -hmm. TV uh, preachers don't teach it. Mm -mm. I mean, the news obviously doesn't politics doesn't, you know, and that's the most important thing of all. To not to belabor the point with the, with the drag culture infecting our country, Texas Christian university now has a drag queen course that requires the Christians at that university to create a drag persona and make a video of their self. And what kind of, I, I would imagine there are people are, you know, I don't know if, what the normal population of that school is, but if they had real Christians in there, I imagine they're flying out of that school. Well, they just should, in droves. they should. And you know, when we're talking about, when I was looking at stats for the most Christian nation, um, it showed the by population numbers, the United States is number one, but not by percentage of population. But the fact it was about 258 million, well, we've got 330 known uh, Americans here, and I would say probably another 30 to 40 million unknown people walking around. But even that number right there, James, says that if if they got together as a group, they could do a lot of damage. Look what they did to Target. That's just moms and pops, particularly mothers going in there. They just want to buy some milk, you know, and, and, and some clothes for their kids. They don't want to see a tuck, a, a diaper tuck thing for a two-year-old and a big tranny yeah. display. And it really hurt them. I mean, they thought they were immune to it because they, well, we've been, we've been doing, we've been gay priding for so many years. Well, they, they just, they just crossed the line with the kids stuff so horribly. And, and then, you know, it's going to get worse from there. It's like, well, who's not promoting that lifestyle? But there's still enough I mean, people to make a difference if they would just get together. And I don't know why we can't never get together. Always all of these little groups. And and I know that the system 
knows that if we got together, it'd be a fearsome force. So therefore, they they keep us all apart. Well, this is why they would have to destroy us. This is the point: is they know that if people do get together, blacks, whites, Hispanics who are Christian based. I mean, even if they're not card carrying Christians, but they're they're constitutionally and morally sound, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If they were to coalesce, that would be huge. They have to try and keep everybody apart. And so now they're going to have the white supremacist Christian nationalist is going to be the first one to get rid of because that's the most dangerous to them. Mm -hmm. And then try to make them the bad guy to turn these people on them. Mm -hmm. Well, I I, I work with where I I drive a truck, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, In um, in my 39th year, hopefully there's only going to be 40. And I drive around and I, I work with people of all color. They're all fine. Because they got a family, they're working, they're trying to get their, you know, raise their kids. It's the people who aren't working who are going to these meetings and getting, I'm going to say handouts, but I don't want to, you know, they're getting stuff to, to do it. That's the problem. But the real people who are really keeping this country going together, and, and you know, all the people, I, I talk to them, you know, I, I don't get, I, I, I pretty much would work. I want to just go to work, come home. But I do talk to them here and there. And there's nobody buying any of this. Hmm. I mean, whether, any, any, whichever. And the whole white supremacy stuff here, I mean, none of the blacks. I've, I've been an Hispanic. They're not, they're not buying it. Mm-hmm. So, so I was watching uh, some of the faith, freedom, and what faith, freedom, family uh event that just i think maybe yesterday it's a two-day event it had all the presidential candidates there and one of them wasn't a presidential candidate it was mark robertson and he's a uh, uh, lieutenant governor i believe of north carolina and he when he said he, he's going to endorse trump the crowd went wild but beyond that he's saying uh there's they say i'm crazy he's a black man uh, yeah, right. He, he started his career by going to a school board meeting or, or to, to a to a city council meeting talking about guns and said, where's my rights? And that projected him right to the national stage. And he's been going gangbusters ever since. Had him on the show a few times, too. But he said, well, they're calling me crazy because I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. They're calling me crazy because I believe that a, a female can't be a male and a male can't be a female. They call me crazy because I don't want pornography shown to my kids in public school. But when they call me crazy, all that mean is they recognize me as crazy because they're insane. And I yeah, thought, man, that's crazy. A, that, I was thinking that's a good line, man. I want to, I want to steal that one right there. By yeah. the way, uh, Fat Boy Chris Christie, he gets up there and he he starts talking about Trump. I was like, man, this is about faith, family, and freedom. What are you are you supposed to be? And he pulls the Bible out. He says, well, the scripture says that. Uh, did you hear my Randy points? At the yeah, I heard. Show? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You already heard this then. So, yeah. how'd you like that Randy points? So I do that every show. <laughs> I tell you, I bet you it helps you a lot to get a lot off your chest. Well, it, well, you know? it, it, it does. I still, I still don't post those per se. I got a couple of them up on Rumble. Normally, I just post the interview part. But, but yeah. So faith is the thing. But I, I like, I like where you're heading. You're, you're heading. To, it, you're talking about peeling off some of the uh, extraneous topics, the distractions, and, and we've had a lot of fun with them through the years. I know you have certainly. And you probably do some mm-hmm. more here and there, but it seems like you're getting more serious to say, okay, what is this? We've got to look deeper than these topics. Heard every topic, talk to all these people, but there's got to be some some unified 
message that it's leading to, and it seems like inevitably it leads to the supernatural, to the spiritual, that your spiritual house needs to be in order because you're not going to be able to face these things if you don't have that part of your house built up, part of your defense built up. I mean, I, you know, I personally, after studying it for years, I don't think that the pre-trib rapture is correct. Now, I would love it to be true. Believe me, I have no problem with it. But one of the things that I tell people is like, okay, let's say you believe in it. It's fine. But you have to be prepared that if God wants you to stick around as a witness during these rough times, right, you have to be prepared that even if you think the rapture might be now, it might be later because he needs you, he wants you to do the work. Mm-hmm. So you, you you can't sit back and go like, well, I don't have to worry about it. I won't be here. I'm saved and I'm going to be out of this mess. Because to me, if if I was God testing faith, the best test of that would be to have him be here. Because now what? You know, it's like the lamps, the the the, the virgins with the lamp, you know, oil and all mm-hmm. that. Have, have the test not? is if the bridegroom is late, not if he comes early. Mm. So that's another reason I I go. I, I'm not pushing the post trip rapture. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not into that mm-hmm. teaching it. But don't depend on that because God's the one that knows when and where things are going to happen. It's human beings reading the Bible, coming through and and coming up with this stuff, putting it together and say, we think this is what's going to happen. And that's fine. But mm. you know, you got to be ready because mm-hmm. Jesus said in there, and, and, and again, Jesus is my number one source. Everybody else is underneath them. Apostles, the narratives, you know, teachers, preachers, they're all underneath Jesus. He's the master. And when Jesus opens his mouth, I mean, even Tucker listens. What is that commercial, right? Tucker, when Tucker says, and they have everybody listen to him, right. uh, <laughs> When he's, he says, in during those times, it will be worse than any other time in history, nor will come. You know, and it's like, that's pretty scary to me. Mm-hmm. But I also know that if you're with God, and you, you all things will work for good. Now, maybe, maybe you will be a martyr, okay? But if you're going to be a martyr, you better be with God, because being a martyr isn't fun, you know? And you have the stories from the, the Book of the Martyrs, how these people were singing hymns why they were lighting the fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't do that without God. You know, uh, Daniel and the lion's den. You know, uh, the the three people in the fiery furnace. Those things because God's with them. Now, uh, other people, yeah, we each have our jobs, right? So that's all I'm saying is that we have to really get close to God, talk with him all the time. I mean, Jesus prayed to the Father, right? So I don't pray to Jesus. No big theology there it's just that i follow what jesus says and I, pr- I pray to god all the time i talk with him i talk to him like he's sitting next to me if somebody actually heard me they probably think i'm crazy but that's the kind of relationship i want to have so when you know the shift happens i want to have god interacting with me because you can't you can't trust the media you can't trust tv you can't trust your own eyes mm. with deep fakes and all that stuff isn't that really what it comes down to? Is Jesus and Jesus alone when you think about it? But uh, as far as the, the when the tribulation is, I know there's there's four different beliefs: there's pre, post, mid, and, and a double one, maybe, and then none. So um, it appears that only Americans, by and large, believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, as if they get they deserve a pass for being American. Well, look around yeah, America. Yeah. Is this the shining city on a hill that deserves? special treatment before tribulation i'm not thinking that it is right now so no i 
I mean, if you if you have investments, right? People say, hey, I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't do this. I don't do that. You have investments. What are your investments with? Well, I don't know. They're with Merrill Chase or somebody, and they do it. What are they investing in? Is what they're investing in moral? You know, because a lot of people are depending upon the bank that they have their money in and get interest. And what are they doing with it? You know, I mean, it, it, it's a very <coughs> way web weave of deceit to try and get people to do stuff unknowingly. You know, it's like abortion. Well, uh, 12 weeks, it's not really a child. And now they want to have a post-birth abortions. That's the, that's the idea here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, the Amish, we, people laugh at the Amish because they won't use electric motors. Mm-hmm. But they drew the line on technology there, right? Right. So now we're into virtual reality. So you could put the headset on and all this stuff, and you're in a whole nother world, and you can get caught in that world and want to stay in that world, right? You know? So I'm just not going to have that problem, you know. So this is this is where people are going to have to make a stand. And, for example, I will not try virtual reality. Never. I've never tried it, never will. Because it's a slippery slope. I understand yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. like taking a drink of alcohol. Yeah, you could be an occasional drinker, but maybe not. And what if one time is too much? You know what I mean? So just stay away from it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what I'm. I'm saying well, now because we're well, getting a says, really it, important time. It it says stand, you know, in, in the day of trouble, stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with the truth, your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. I mean, you've got to know the word of God and you've got to be close to God. I mean, I think that's all you can that's all you can do. And then uh, you know, I remember Demetri Dudeman used to say that in the event of a nuclear war that he wouldn't be evaporated, that God would Put a bubble around him, just like you mentioned the, the lions did. They said not even the smell of smoke was on him. So, I, but you can imagine how close you got to walk with God for that to be the situation. Uh, you yeah, know, and, you don't and, want you don't want to be and, one of those that where it says get away from me, I don't know you. In in those condition situation, somebody will be the one to miraculously survive. Somebody will be used as a witness to go through the pain and suffering while singing hymns. Mm-hmm. Somebody will. Uh, avoid it because they got something over here. You know, it's like everyone's got their jobs to do. And if I choose my job, high pr- probability of failure. If God chooses my job, high probability of success. I'm the only variable in it. So I want to try and make sure that I'm following that voice, that lead. It's still a small voice. It's not loud. Media is loud. Movies are loud. Music's loud. God isn't loud. So that's that's I don't know. It, it it almost sounds corny, you know, in in this modern world, but it's true. Mm. Well, James, uh, we'll come to the end of the broadcast. How can people hear uh, you see your shows or your website or anything like that? You just go right ahead and t- tell us about it. Yeah, I got feet. I think I set something up here. Let's see if this works. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> I see. A, I see. A, I see a. Earth, I see that. Yeah, it didn't work. Oh, I had the website all cleared up, and I must have cleared it up by accident. Feettothefireradio.com. Oh. I mean, that's basically, mm-hmm. uh, and I got links to go to to various places. I just started with Rumble, and, and Rumble apparently, when you join it, they they upload from from YouTube, but they don't upload everything. Hmm. So if if people want to see the earlier years on YouTube, they better go listen to them mm-hmm. or download them because someday YouTube's going to cut me off. But I have them all, and you know, and I guess if I somehow I have some time, 
uh, I can put together uh, another way to get it. But uh, you, you also can get every show I've ever done, the audio, I have it up on a Google Drive of all places. Mm-hmm. And so by going to the website, there's a link to it, and you can literally go through all the years. Now, there's, there's no guides. It's going to be just the dates. But mm-hmm. so- uh, I'm one by one, I'm going through and trying to find some of the old shows of note and reposting them. So again, but it takes time, so, and I don't have a lot. All right, well, I, I so work a lot. Again, again, congratulations on 20 years, man. Uh, like I say, that's way longer, 10 times most of the programs out there longer. So uh, how long are you going to continue doing this? I'm going to keep, not in, in the last year or so, I haven't done them every week. So I've kind of come up with, I've got something on my heart to do. I've been kind of, I'm kind of waiting for a lead. That's why a lot of them have been spiritual. Mm-hmm. I am working on a show to talk about the forks in the road that I see coming, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep on keeping on, you know, cause this is all the stuff that I've done in my life, music and computers and, and, and uh, studying and all this stuff and logically the deductions, all of it coalesced on this show. So I think that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's just that times and things in my life has made it hard to me to do it. I used to do four hours every Saturday multiple guests come, you know, a whole Art Bell deal. Well, I just can't keep that up now. So I've been doing them, uh, as I can. You could, you could see the list on feet radio.com. I, I do it on a speaker. Most of them are just audio. Mm-hmm. I usually don't try and do a video until there's a video, you know, there's gotta be like something there. Right. But right. I do have the videos uploaded to YouTube and, uh, bit shoot is where a lot of my stuff is. Mm-hmm. I just started with rumble. Okay. Uh, and and there's no video, but some people prefer that. Some people will listen to right. the video without a video, right? A lot rather of than going working to or driving or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have I have a link to to your website on our on our uh, in your bio section, and then when we get the show uploaded and edited, uh, James, and I'll give you send you some links. And I just want to express my congratulations to you, and I thank you so much for coming on the program. And it's good to talk to you again, my friend. Well, it's I'm thank you for asking me, and congratulations to you for doing this for all these years, going through because you know when you're back in the old days, it was hard. I mean, you had to do stuff. I mean, it wasn't no simple. Nowadays, you can get a website, click a button, and hey, I'm I'm on the air. You know, back then when you start out, yeah, it was work. You know, and you mm-hmm. were uh, uh, you were sending the signal to a AM radio in Indianapolis, if I recall. Yep, that's very unique. You know. So it, it takes it takes it takes a lot of time and talent to figure that out. So now with technology being make it easier for us, it will it should allow us to use our wisdom over the years, hopefully wisely. Right. So, hopefully hopefully we learn something. to you as well. Okay. All right, James. Well, thanks so much, and we'll be talking again with you soon. Okay. Thank you. God bless.